Welcome to Gaming MBS, the tabletop RPG podcast being recorded Monday, May 30th, 2022. I'm your host, one of your hosts, Sean. And I'm Brett. Welcome back to the show, folks. Glad everybody's here. Glad y'all made it. Sean, I haven't seen you in a bit, man. I was up in the uh, the hinterlands up in uh, New Brunswick. It's been three for- weeks oh. at least. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. How's Canada? So first things first, somebody's going to ask. Yes, I got a bear. So I'm very, very happy. My first black bear. That was cool. That was cool. And I uh, I threw some on a grill today for lunch, and it tasted exactly as wonderful as I remember last time I had bear. So and my family's very happy because we're eating meat that we like. <laughs> it's just one. It's wonderful. It's lovely, lovely, lovely. I have not, um, tri- I have not tried bear. Um, if I still have some, next time I see you, I'll bring some. Hey, man, I'll just never gotta, turn cook, down free cook. food. No, I just got to make sure you cook it because uh, bears will carry trichinosis more than pigs will. Oh, most last I checked, most cases in the U.S. of trichinosis came from people who ate bear. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, what's Stuff the like temperature you got to get it to? One sixty. Yeah, one sixty. Yeah, yeah. one sixty. Yep. Cool. Yep. But the um, few people on Discord asked me this, or at least Harrigan did. And I know other people are interested too. There were like the from a bug's perspective, one of the ladies I work with is up in Canada, and she's like, "Oh my God, black flies are going to be eaten alive. Not a black fly to be seen." Barely any mosquitoes. It was wonderful. I saw, God, it had to be at least a dozen moose. The um, That area has very few, actually, white-tailed deer. So I saw deer, moose, grouse. It was like, and it's big fucking woods, man. When I'm, we found the, one, of, one of our guides took us down to a lake. And Sebastian um, takes us down there. And he's like, hey, this is the, this is one of the typical lakes in this area. I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. I'm like. There are no cabins on this lake. He goes, well, you could just barely see a pier way off there. I'm like, oh, yeah. He goes, there's one hunting camp there, fishing camp, too. He says, huh, that's it? He goes, yeah, that's it. I'm like, dude, if this were back home, there'd be 100 houses on this. He said, really? I said, oh. I said, we couldn't drive up like this. I said, it'd be covered up in stuff. It was it was a very wild and rugged country. It was just beautiful. Did you camp beautiful. outside, or did you guys have a cabin? No, we had... um um. PR guides, Pierre's outfitting um, setup. He has a he has a cabin. I gotcha. It was wonderful. It was just it was only. So you were glamping. A little bit, a little <laughs> bit of glamping. Yeah. It was weird because I mean it's not very it was not very expensive. I saved up for it. We went right, and Pierre's like he cooks breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm like, this is weird. Normally I go camping. I have to like or, or hunting anybody's camp. I'm helping. So he kept telling me, stop doing that. But I'm like, I'm sweeping floors. I'm cleaning stuff. We're trying to do the dishes. My buddies there were like, we are not used to being served. <laughs> this is this is weird. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do stuff, man. You know, we'll skin bears. We'll quarter them out. We'll do all this stuff. He's like, oh, well, let's work for me. You're like, damn fine. That's fine. I can't. I just can't make you do all this. So, Man, getting was, away is I've had that on the to-do list for a long time. I'm out of shape to do it. I'd, I'd like to get be- you know, in shape better. But I'm talking about, like, yeah, man, middle of Canada, nowhere, getting away. I had <laughs> on again, off again, cell signal where I could text Susan, say, "Hey, doing fine." This yeah. and the other thing, but otherwise, I was unfindable, which was wonderful. Yeah, I said this on Discord today. I uh, I got back in the states, full coverage, everything else. It was really. It was it got inundated with all the email updates and blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, cool. oh, it's cool. I missed this stuff. Oh, this happened. This happened. Oh, that's neat. And then I got through that 
that little brief honeymoon period of, oh, I could talk to people again. And then I got to, people stop fucking talking to me. <laughs> it, was, it was a really, um, really interesting to go from like to that area where I could barely talk to people. Yeah. I still survived. And I survived, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I found it quite pleasurable that people couldn't find me. Yeah. Although at one brief moment when I had a really strong cell signal, while I'm in a stand, I'm in a tree stand waiting for bears. My phone rings. It buzzes. It's on vibrate. But my phone's ringing. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Pick it up. It's a sales call from one of my salespeople. <laughs> that, that service is one of my, uh, one of my, uh, my <laughs> vendors at work. I'm They'll like, find you, you, man. They will find you. <laughs> they know the, the weird satellite routing to get in the middle of nowhere. Like, I am legitimately a two-hour <laughs> drive, at least, to the nearest podunk New Brunswick town. That's hilarious. Oh, one of the cool things, though, I didn't, I didn't mention this to you off, off mic, but we went to Pierre's like, I know it's a great place. We're going to go there for seafood. And Arnie's like, oh, it's awesome. It's down by the bloody ocean. You buy the seafood. It was caught that day type of thing. Oh, my God. Shrimp, scallops, lobster. Oh, my God. So good. Cod. Oh, beautiful. Wow. Wow. That was good food. So good. So wonderful. That's good. But anyway, I'm back. So, Sean, what the hell did you do while I was out? Hunting. What'd you do? Any gaming? Anything cool? I did not game at all, obviously, while I was gone. I uh we game Forbidden Lands. The con the the uh the quest for the bitter reach continues. Where we've oh, been you're, on the you're, water. This is when you're you're playing now, right? I am playing, yeah. Okay. Yep, still playing. So good. Um which I think we're gonna run into some summer hiccups in that game, right? Like people traveling and, and might not be able to make it and moving. I mean, we moved from Thursday to Friday night. So that, okay. so we may end up, I don't know. It's, it may be where there's a one shot one week. And so it might go a month before we play again. I'm still trying to get a Delta green game off the ground. We are going to meet tomorrow night, but there's like two people that can't make it tomorrow night. So I've postponed it two more weeks, which will give me more okay. time to prep. But that, that I'm a little nervous about too. Um, but that'll be four players in that game, I think. It's yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah, four. So impossible landscapes is what I'm going for there. We'll see. If it falls apart, then I'll I'll try to run either something else with with others and shorter. But gotcha. Yeah, once um I, once we wrap this up in the next two episodes, I'm hopefully uh, my plan is to utilize. A couple Mondays to run some Avalon stuff, yeah. Because I've got some some classwork and a few other things that Christine, Zach, and I've been working on for like what comes next. So it'd be a great opportunity to um, basically play test it with BSers through the Discord stuff. Where I'm like, these are some of the best damn gamers I know. So yeah. why would I not? Why would I not use? Why would I not use the folks there? So that's yeah. the plan. Yeah. So. Uh, streamed on my Saturday morning things cool. and, and talked about you know miscellaneous gaming stuff and then you got the first episode of your new podcast. GM out too. Mastermind dropped its first episode today. I wanted J Brett to be on the first one, but it was a timing thing because he was up north, and I could have procrastinated and waited, but then I would probably have a job, and then I that would interfere with all this free time that I have. <laughs> <laughs> not, I don't have a lot of free time because I'm pounding pounding the pavement. But yeah, uh, if you if you're interested in checking that out, uh, Brett will be on the show at some. Oh, point. definitely! I want to be yeah. a part of. I want to be a part of it in some in some manner. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. So we had Angela Murray 
uh, Mirko and Harrigan on to talk about things that game masters can do to to stay sharp or sharpen their their stuff. Their their that's craft. gonna be a good. You had yeah. three top notch people on that show, yeah. dude. So I'm gonna listen to this. This is gonna be good. Yeah. Okay. So very cool. It's, it's a good one. And then I've got a few others lined up for two more episodes that are coming up. Uh, they're going to be recorded back to back, but obviously staggered in release. But uh, looking forward to that. Uh, I don't. I think one of the topics may be session zero, and one is going to be professional game mastering with oh. with professional game masters on the show. I think we've talked when we, you and I talked about professional game master. We that did, was yeah. one of the things that we talked about. Was like, do we get somebody on the show? But we just talked about it. You know, kind of thing. I, I, I'm glad you're taking it to that next piece. I really, I'm, I said this before, man, and I think what you're trying to do with that component, with, with how you're pulling in different, the mastermind approach, I think it's, I think it's really well done. I oh, think it's going to be good. So it is good, known as the, 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 uh, the panel and in, in, uh, guests, hosts, co-hosts, co-guests, guest hosts is known as the brain trust. Mm-hmm. And then the mind is the is everybody. So, I love it. Yeah. I think it's really cool, man. Yeah. So uh, it's a little bit more logistics behind it then. Hey, Brad, are we good on Monday? Yes. Yeah, sounds okay, good. Okay, we're good. All right, yeah. cool. It's two guys. Let's it's, go. <laughs> it's every Monday at 8 o'clock Central Time unless Brett says or I say, hey, it's I not going to work on Monday. Yeah. This one, I'm, I got people that are like, I'm available so Tuesday. One of the, oh, I can't do Tuesdays. Only Wednesdays. One of the pro game masters yeah. is literally available like mornings of Saturday and Sunday. And wow. I think actually mornings during the whole week. And I'm like, I can't record Monday through Friday during the morning. No. <laughs> so nope. anyways, but it's, yeah, it's, uh, I just got to get the flow down. Craig Shipman's a master. I don't know how he does it, but he's only typically he's pinging one one person at a time. So yeah. Mirko said, cool, and I'm, I'm trying to keep it explicit. So, or, uh, clean, so, clean, clean. Are you trying so, to keep it clean? So, yeah. So Brett's so Mirko's like, yeah, no cussing. Brett. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I gotta, I gotta put in the dings and the daws and the woohoos and stuff. When, when Brett's on what? unleashing, wow. get on there. Shit. Hell damn. <laughs> yeah. Let me just get this out of the <laughs> way. Beep, 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 me, beep. All right. Hang on a second. Let me, Deep breath. Yeah. 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 I see, I see, I see. So it's, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. It's going all right. So if you guys check, go to, if you pull it up in your podcast, catcher of choice, it'll come up. And then, uh, or you can head over to gmmastermind.com and go to how to subscribe and it'll give you the details. So, so speaking of other things, as we're kind of winding this down and moving forward, then we'll jump into random encounter. Um, but um, Sean has been gracious enough to give me a, chunk of the gaming bs website and yes. i'm gonna i'm gonna turn it into a an avalon blog where there's there's work i've been doing and kind of tracking like hey working on this working on this so on and so forth so that'd be fun it'd be fun to do and if nothing else to capture some of the things that i'm working on and post them there for others to find and so on yeah uh, so it'll be cool. i think we'll create a category and then anything you post just click the category and it'll just that way it'll be I foresee it like gamingnbs.com forward slash Avalon. Yep. And, and then like anything after that will be all that. So I think that's. Makes sense. And then I could, I can have a redirect to all of that stuff. So Brett, Brett's going to blog. Yeah. Figure why not. I'll go retro. 
All right, man. Anything else? No. Uh, you good? No. Yeah, I'm good. Let's All get right. in, let's, let's get random, in a random encounter. encounter. Well, that's not working the way I want it to. There's no sound effect. What's going on here? All right. Well, that's messed up. Random encounter segment is show. We field emails, voicemails, comments from social media. We've got uh, three, three, and a, two write-ins and a voicemail. All right. Well, I I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll start. Okay. <clears throat> Gregor from Discord commented, um, we're talking, this is when we talked about um, starter sets and whatnot. Okay, so I can't listen through the rest of the episode without saying something about the Call of Cthulhu starter set. This is not, uh, uh, as it has not been getting great reviews for nothing. It comes with some basic rules, a set of dice, has a solo adventure that can be played before reading the rules, and an introduction for the person picking up the set. Then it has one adventure that works for a duet play or more players, and then two more adventures for larger groups, also handouts and pre-gen characters. Also, in a lot of COC supplements, it says, quote, you need either the Keeper's Rulebook, which is the core book, or the starter set to use these adventures, unquote. So the good thing about it is that it, <laughs> is that it shows you different types of adventures that can be played as a campaign if you string them together or as one-shots. And now, as far as I've understood, the RuneQuest starter set that came out has been made around that same formula. So, Gregor, I'm glad you called that out because that is a, to me, that's a huge selling point for the COC starter set. Because that's a piece then if, if I'm like, okay, I bought this starter set and it doesn't die there, right? Oh, there's more adventures to be run. It has, good God, you're talking, there's a solo one, one for duet player, more players, then two more. So the... The starter set itself comes with four different adventures. That's awesome. If you want to, you could say three because one's a, a solo just for the just for the keeper. But if those three adventures, that's literally hours, multiple hours of play. And then if you can go buy other adventures and supplements that says, oh, by the way, yeah, you could just use the uh, starter set to run these adventures. Holy shit. That's an investment that will get you much further than, oh yeah, I played three levels or I played the first couple things. And now I got to go buy the real book for 60 bucks or 80 bucks or what it happens to be to do the rest of it. That's pretty freaking cool, man. That is awesome. I did not know that. And I'm glad you called it up, Gregor, because that is uh, one more tick in the, that's a damn good idea box when it comes to starter sets. I yeah. Like I didn't know that either. It's fairly appealing. Although my Cthulhu call it Cthulhu. Well, <laughs> Adding on their Kickstarter, so I got a box set coming and all kinds of oh god, <laughs> yeah. I like. I'm telling you, I just need these things like another freaking hole in the head. But I don't. Know. If if you didn't, if we didn't buy more gaming material, Sean, what would we have to purge later on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, thanks, man. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because it's definitely worth calling out to other folks. It's really if you're interested in Call of Cthulhu and you're like, hey, man, I'm wondering. Is the starter set worth it or, oh, geez, I don't know. I, if you think about it in kind of as I was in the starter set episode where like sometimes starter sets don't appeal to you, this one, from what Gregor is saying, is a solid beginning, has plenty in it, and would get you further along because there's other adventures you can buy. So, heck yeah. Damn, damn fine idea. Thanks, man. I do not have the investigator book. I only do have I? the Keeper's Guide to the to the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu. I don't know. I'll have to check. 
I don't know if I need the investigator's handbook. I guess I do if I'm a player. <laughs> if you're a player, it'd be helpful. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I, maybe I get the starter set. <laughs> hey, maybe you do. <laughs> All right. Next one got a voicemail from DM Kojo. Hey, guys. DM Kojo. Hey. So I just started to find the time to get caught up on the back catalog of episodes, and then you guys are going to quit? Come on. You're killing me. All right. Well, I understand. It was a great run. Appreciate everything you guys have done uh, with the show. Uh, lots of hours of enjoyment for me and learned quite a bit from you guys. So that's awesome. And uh, good luck with the next stage of whatever you guys decide to do uh, in gaming. And I just wanted to say that I think I'm going to be at uh, Game Hall Con in uh, October, so hopefully uh, I am there and uh, we can get together and uh, roll some dice. So uh, thanks again for everything you guys did. Appreciate it, and good luck. See ya. There you go. That was really, well, that that's was really nice, Kyojo. Thanks, man. Very nice, and uh, obviously keeping up on the podcast is kind of important sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What the hell? <laughs> Well, I kind of, what the, those bastards you know, quit on me. He could have realized this in a month uh, or two <laughs> yeah, and uh, really would have been real, real in a pickle. Like he wouldn't have been able to leave that vo- kind voicemail. That should we, <laughs> or he just sent his hate mail. <laughs> One of two. You yeah, bastards that, that could me. happen. So Gojo, we'll though, see. I mean, um, we'll, we'll talk about this in another episode, I'm, I'm certain. But um, I can say this like, Meeting Angela Murray and Kojo and Harrigan and I mean, I mean we, the names the list goes on and on and on, right? You know, Mirko, everybody, VC, all these. I mean, everybody who's a BSer identifies as such and has been involved with us in some way, shape, or form. I, I met you all because of the silly little thing that Sean and I have done. So that's awesome. That is, it, we, we've said this before, and I'll continue to say it forever. Is this? It was one of the best things that ever came of the podcast for me. So it's awesome. So if you. you didn't get. Any gaming value out of this entire <laughs> podcast? Yeah. At least we know we we know who you are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and that that's is, a, and that and, is more valuable yes. than than anything else. Yes, there. yes, yes. So there you go. All right. What's last one? Uh, up to you. Last one is Roger Breslet out of Maine. Writes in. Dearest sirs, I hope this email finds you well. I put in a sillier question uh, questions previously. I put in sillier questions previously, which I hope you'll still answer, but I only have one real question. Forgive me if you've already answered it in the episodes leading up to the final. I am, ashamedly, quite far behind on episodes. See? Uh, That's all right, man. But he knows, because I probably, you know, he might have saw it on social media or something. Please tell us at some point in the show the reason you're ending. I could think of a lot of them, but I'm curious to know the actual honest reason. There are no wrong answers as as long as it is the truth. Warm regards. Never mind that. Smoking hot regards. Roger Braslett. Nice. Yeah. All right. So this episode's about lying, but I will belay that. Until right. we get to the topic itself. And I will tell you, Roger, with 100% truthfulness, Sean and I talked about it. And we both flat don't want to do this anymore. And what I mean by that is this podcast in this format, the way we've been doing it, 
Um, it's been done by us. We've done it now for seven plus years or whatever the heck we've been doing here. And we're like, you know what? We've run its, it's run its course. When Sean and I started, he specifically said, he said, you know what, Brett? Podcasts tend to have a shelf life. If you, something needs to change. Sean and I haven't changed. And we're like, look, if one of us were to leave and bring in somebody else, it's gaming BS, but with different hosts or different, eh, fuck up the format, try to shake things up. We've dabbled with some of that over the years, but we liked what we did. We really, really loved what we did with, with meeting everybody and doing all this stuff. And quite frankly, we're done. I would rather, we, if we're going to do a podcast again, um, Sean's concept, the mastermind stuff, I think that's great. Um, I'm going to use the time that this is going to give me back in my personal life so that I can run some games online for, for BSers. And I'm going to be able to get a campaign going with my kids. I well, play stuff with my kids, but it'll just be one more day when I've got some other stuff to do. I was Sean. hoping you. I was hoping you would keep the uh, what you're going to do after this for the last episode. It's well, there's more. Sick. There's there's more. There's I'm more sure, there, but yeah. well, we could divulge that, but people have to tune in to find out what. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What's going to happen to these guys? They're going to disappear. They're just, <laughs> just going to explode. We don't actually exist. We don't actually exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all really. It's a bad, bad CGI. It's a bad Delta this. Green it's bad. episode. It's, it's bad CGI. But honestly, Roger, no bullshit. We're just done. Like, look, it's not that we dreaded. Oh fuck, I gotta talk to Sean. Oh right. god, it wasn't. Uh, well, here's that. the thing. I, I'm I'm interested because he says, at some, uh, what do you say? I, it's you know, please tell us at some point in the show the reason you're ending. I can think of a lot of them. So I'm curious. Roger, oh, if you're yeah. going to tune into the last, this one and the last couple, what those are. Like, please yeah, share are you like, your oh, hypothesis. You, yeah. If it's like, wow, you finally realized you're stupid? Did you finally realize <laughs> how terrible you are? <laughs> that would be so not Roger to say right. that to us. That'd yeah. be funny as hell. Or did you find like, wow, you guys should have quit two years ago, for Christ's sake. You just drained, you drained of, the yeah. swamp. You're done. You know, stop. I could think a ton of them. It's not a reason you bastards should have not even started. Did you have, we were just going to hang it up for the center square on your bingo card? If not, you're not going to win the bingo. So anyways, thanks for writing in, Roger. That's the deal, man. That's it. That's all. There's no hidden agenda here. Nope. Nothing crazy. We'd love, you know, to be like hugely angsty about it all. Can't be. That's just not us. Brett showing up like an hour late or so, like, like it needs to be like the rock band fallout. Like the egos get completely out of control and. Yeah, I just. I mean, we we talked somebody about doing shows that, up wasted every every yeah, episode. Like, I don't know if we want to like you know get into mescaline and schizophrenia. Like, you know, if we want to do, we want to do that. Like yes or something. Nah, we don't want to go that far. No, no, we're not. Nah. <laughs> nope. All right, let's get in the main topic. Yeah, let's move on. None of my music works. I got to oh, add them in the post. The main topic. What are we talking about this week, Brett? What we're going to talk about is how you deal with lying in your games. And I'm not talking about, you know, things like, I swear it was Sean who took the last beer. You know, not not like, you know, person player lying, right? Well, maybe, maybe it might dabble into this a little bit. But, you know, it's that when the NPC is lying to you or the, the PCs are lying, perhaps. So think of it as the classic, you've had your encounter, the char- the players or the characters and the players are listening to the NPC and they look at the DM and say, 
Can I tell if he's lying? I think he's lying. How do I know? Can I tell? Is it, are his eyes twitchy? Is he looking to the left? Is he touching his nose a lot? Is he acting different? Is he lying? Is she lying to me? Did, is she like, you know, adjusting her clothes a lot so I could tell that she's really super nervous and therefore I know she's lying? You know, how do you deal with it? Because it can be really interesting when you talk about, especially investigative games, we've, been, we've talked about the, the weirdness of that phrase before. But in Call of Cthulhu, for example, you're talking to somebody and you're talking to somebody who has seen something or you're trying to interrogate someone in some way, whether it's a very confrontational interrogation or just a trying to pull data out of someone and you're trying to figure out if they're lying to you. What is your preferred method? Sean, now there's a couple ways I've seen this done or I've done it. Some of it is as simple as, if you will, the skill roll, right? Is there a subterfuge skill roll, a bullshit detector, a BS detector, which is in a lot of gumshoe games, where if you're being lied to, you roll that or a subterfuge skill or manipulation, deception, pick your thesaurus and find the words that mean lying. Um, and there's other ways I've seen it done, which is pure role playing where people talk back and forth and the, the player is, you know, act, you know, speaking in character or as character back and forth, back and forth. Um, then they discern it for themselves. I've also seen a mixture where they start this often happens for me anyway, where they start with the pure role-playing approach. And then at some point, the player realizes that they can't, they're not able to tell. And they're wondering like, hmm, is there something my character would know or see that I player am missing in this back and forth? Or is there something that Brett's trying to get across to me. Hey, can I make a die roll to see if they would just lie to me? Then it's kind of like it starts in one way and then changes into a die roll skill check of some kind because they're looking for some sort of certainty or at least something, a die, a dice or a die, excuse me, to, to tell them yes or no. So, Sean, um, what what do you tend to use? I mean, or what do you see as your preferred method? And I, I know we can we I hate them all. try to. Hate them, I hate them all. <laughs> I hate them all. It's really easy to say, well, what does the system say? The system doesn't, you know, does it have a skill on, for it, roller skill. Depends. depends on the game. Huh? It can. Yeah, absolutely. It can. Uh, th- I brought this topic up after the last recording to Brett because it was a weird, it's always been weird to me on the lying and deceit piece of, of, of role-playing games. Part of the things that Brett brings up is, different situations and scenarios having said that to answer your question brett i i don't know how i would handle moving forward and i say that because i think in the past the way i've handled it is oh you know okay standard D will say oh uh roll insight okay oh 20 are they lying no i know game master not lying Convey that to player character. No, they're not lying. Oh, now the whole group knows, even though there might be one person that only thinks that. Yeah. So they just say, oh, okay. Everybody's like at the table. Yep. Yeah, okay. Well, that's good. We know he's not lying. He or she, right? Okay. Go. Cool. Cool. Okay. Good. Yeah. So there's Moving no ulterior on. motive. Okay. Great. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good, good, All good, right. good. Yeah. Okay. We don't have to, we could trust them then. Okay. Great. Okay. But what happens when they roll the die and they roll the die? It's clearly a fail. It's a one. It's a two. Right. 
Wait, well, oh. right. Oh, oh no, I can't tell. Now I'm right back to where I was. Now I'm right back. Are they lying or are they not? Yeah. Can I, t- can I try? Can I try? Can I try? Sure. Can, can we just skill dogpile this fucker until somebody <laughs> gets a success? Can we just do this until someone tells? I honestly, I think this. this zone of truth. Zone of truth. I got zone of truth. Anybody has zone of truth? I got zone of truth. Zone of truth. I got zone of truth. I got zone of truth. What's the DC? Okay. I'll tell you, man, this brings to mind one of the things like. um when Tim DeShane ran uh, Astonishing Swordsman Sorcerers of Hyperborea for us, which has been renamed um, the newer version. <laughs> it is. But I don't care. Hyperborea. I don't care. I like the longer name. Um, oh. But Tim hey. did the die rolls for us. He's like, hey, let's, let's check yeah. your listen skill. Let's check it. He did some of that. And we talked about this. I fucking loved it. And I think this is one of those cases where it's hard to, if it could be, a, I think, I think you're going to have better luck with this. If you pull this out as a session zero thing, or you tell people, Hey, guess what? I listened to these two dorks on a podcast and they gave me this idea and I want to try this thing. Are you guys game for it? Where you take as game master, if in a type of game, you take the dice yourself and say, I'll roll your skill check, right? I want to see if they're lying. And then you say yes or no. Yes, you can tell they're lying. No, they can't. Oh, you rolled well, but or however you however you define it. Some players may balk at that because that's not the system, or it doesn't specifically say, or it's always like the player should roll, blah, blah, blah. But if you remove that, there's potential there, depending who your players are and yourself and your style of play and all that good stuff, that that could help because there's still a bit of a mystery to it, right? Um, I'll tell you, man, I found that if I do a mixture, and when I say that, where I le- I start with a, the quote-unquote pure role-playing approach, talking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And if the player then has had a... One of the things I'm trying to do as a game master then, if it's really obviously... If it's obvious that they're lying, I will then give um, visual cues to them. Like if I'm talking, you know, I, I will like physically change my body posture... I put my head down, like glance at him, look around, and it, you know that the classic movie. I'm he's being he's lying to me type of poses. Or I have done the verbal just descriptions, like you notice that they're very nervous. They don't want to look you in the eye. They mumble a lot. They're they're changing their story to agree with you. You know, so on and so forth. You know, and that that type of dialogue back and forth gets people moving, and then. Sometimes like, well, clearly he's lying. Okay, I'm, I'm going to operate. I'm going to assume he's lying. So a lot of times that just takes it and works. But if the player isn't getting it or they're really not sure, they want something extra solid, then I'm like, okay, give me a give me a roll. And if they did the role-playing aspect of it first, I give them a bonus on the roll. If all they do is go, give me a roll, I Greyhawk it. All right, fuck you then. I'm not going to give you a whole lot. This uh, The DC is whatever. Right, DC's 15, 19, whatever it happens to be. But if you did the role-playing piece, it's no different than if you were searching a room and said, I want to look under the desk, I want to turn that thing over, because that's where this person obviously sat with their laptop and want to see if there's anything on it, checking underneath, flipping it over, secret doors, blah, blah, blah. We're going to give them a little bit of a bonus there. That seems to work well for me and my crew. I don't know if that's just me or not, but Sean, do you have a... You say you don't know if you how you want to do it going forward. Are you saying gonna that tell because them. it's going to tell? Gonna tell. It's going to tell. They're lying to you. Yeah, I think sometimes <laughs> just to move it along. Well, I think sometimes it's like a clue, right? Oh, don't go. Go give them the clue if they don't find it. Well, they didn't look under the. They didn't look under. They didn't make the roll. They don't get the clue. So then it start. It stops. Yeah. 
So if it's a that's story, a, that's a very good point. Yeah, it's it, that old school. I'm sorry you filled the die roll, so you're fucked, and the whole adventure goes pear shaped. Well, and somebody would say, well, I don't necessarily want the players to know, but I, here's the thing: are the players going to ask? Like, is it like ninety percent of the players will ask all the time whenever they meet somebody? Oh, I don't know if they're lying. Click, you know. Or is there are there times where they just kind of go with it and they can they can leave and go? I think he was lying. Like I think sometimes I've had that just, I've had that happen. I've absolutely had that happen where the players go talk to somebody and they walk away, and then they they listen to the interaction like Lenny and I are talking the character, yeah. and he goes, "Oh, okay." He walks away. Then he goes meets up with the, and then that scene's done, and Zabe look at him and go, "I think he's lying to you." And Lenny's like, "I don't know, man. I think I bought it." And they have that. And I'm like, you don't need to roll a die, nothing. I'll just let you all yeah. take your thing and go. Don't roll. Just let the players think whatever they want through their player mm-hmm. character and call it a day. And if the player character want if the player wants to play it through their character a particular way and say they think they're lying or they don't. Mm-hmm. Like I just think based on the interactions and based on the facts, they could determine that no roll. Just screw yes. the roll. Like, what do you think? Well, I think he's lying. Does my character? How do you want to play your character? Yeah. It's but as a guy who gives me shit for not using the rules sometimes, <laughs> if you have a character sheet in front of you that says, I can tell if he's lying 52%. Well, that's touche. You know touche. But if you do the hiding thing like Tim did, is he going to give us the truth of the role? Like, it's just like this weird thing where Metzner used to do, like, I roll, you, you, I pick high or low, and you roll the die. Yeah. So if it, you know. There's a point there where you got to trust that is actually, they're not fudging the result for you. Right. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And I think, I think also if it's part of the game and you want that to become a point of contention, then just tell them. Yeah. You think this, you kind of, you're not sure this guy's giving you the, the full version or they're maybe omitting something that omission is a lie, I guess. Right. Or yep. they're om- omitting something or you're, you, this is the way he's talking. I, you know, the, 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 making eye contact. Yep. They're complete. They're used car salesmen. Try to pawn you off a real lemon. Yeah. I, it's goofy to me because when, when I look at a character sheet, there's a bunch of skills on it. And some of were like, you know, I can lie to you. I can tell if you're lying to me. Any, lie any variation on that yeah. lie detect detector, lie. you know, yeah. detect lie, detect this, detect that. <laughs> I hate those. Yeah. I hate those skills. It's social. Anything pre- social yes, in some of these RPGs? Not all. It's tough. Not all. Not, right. not all. But it, it, I don't like them. Right. And um, are, because it's, it's they're not designed now. to. They're not designed to be like that. They're designed no. to hack and hack off the freaking monster's head. Yeah. Um. So the other thing is that depending on the type of skills you have, um, in, in your game system, there you. It, the answer could be like those are used for you as the player to see how well you deceive somebody else, not for to see how well you can see through someone else's deception. That's 
some that gives me something so that you don't have to. And this will I'll lead into something else here. But you as Sean as player, Ange's player, whomever is player is is rolling, and they're like, "Look, I am not the world's greatest liar, but I really need to make my bard is is a silver tongued knave, and I want her to be able to, you know, pull this off." So you make your deception check, right? So I, that gives you some power outwards from your, your character. And the flip to that is, of course, well, my character's more observant than I, Brett, am. Can't I use that character's ability to see something? So my preference would almost, I shouldn't say almost, but I like the idea of a contested skill role. I think that's in many, many, many different game systems. But when I play them, the games that I'm talking about, it's often not done as a contest where in the, in a game like a, um, so it's like a stealth check, your stealth check in D and D, if I'm recalling correct in five E and most other versions of it is that if you're trying to hide, I roll stealth. I have, I roll a 15. Somebody else gets to perceive you. Potentially they get to roll perception checks. If they beat you, they see you, but we are very much used to a hit or a miss. We talked about this before with skills, right? You can miss or have a penalty or whatever it is. Other game systems have different solutions to this, of course. But a lot of times we're making this check, we're expecting a binary answer, right? And I think if we do it as a contested check instead of a set DC, and that's um, this idea is just hitting me now, is, is that if I were to say, well, Instead of saying, well, yeah, give me a roll. If a 15 or higher, you can tell if he's lying. That's dumb on Brett's part, I think. I think what I need to start doing is making them contested rolls because then the player's using a skill. They're using the dice. So, you know, good for the goose, good for the gander. Let's, okay, fine then. I'll use my dice as well with this character skill and see what we get and then compare answers. What do you think to that? Yeah. Sure. It's a, it's a way. I don't know if it's the best way, but it's just it is a way to do something so that the the NPC is trying to deceive, right? So at some point, if you're going to use skills to solve the solution, it's a contested skill. It's a con- it's a contest there. Some now, games like like Gumshoe and stuff have other types of ways that they deal with it. But anyway, sorry. I was just going to say, okay, so skill roll aside, mm-hmm. if one person is doing it, it's this is a very individual thing, I think, right? It's just naturally individual, individualistic. Unless oh, you and like, I can talk to someone and you could say, oh, they lied to me. And I'd be like, I, I thought they were telling the truth. Exactly. That's my point, right? Yep. Totally so, different perception. Exactly. Unless you go into like another room or or whatever, and you're like, "All right, let's talk about this." And you notice how he kept looking at his shoe. Well, y- you watch your police procedural, and they're behind the glass, going, oh, "I don't know, man. I just don't buy it." So it's because now I think he's telling the truth. I mean, not <laughs> only is it, but that's part of the drama. Part of the drama that we yes. as storytellers and game masters and players and all this whatever language one use, we're trying to have drama here, and if it gets re in this particular piece is like, Oh, I don't know. So having said that, why have the role between the liar and the perceiver and have the role between the two people that are trying to figure it out? That's interesting. So five of you are listening. Each of you, um, 
who who believes what? Who believes what? <laughs> yeah, believe and then, and then it's on the player the to play. It's on the player to play to play what you believe. You don't get to say that Sean and I roll, and you know Harrigan's like, hey, this is the deal, and um, you you me and Roger roll, and we're like, okay. He says. Brett, your character believes. Sean, your character is on the fence, and Roger, your character absolutely thinks they're lying. I think that's legit. And then it's one of those cases where it's hard because you're telling someone how you feel. But that's what you're asking here. I'm asking for a die roll to give me an empirical answer that I can role play off of. I think that's if we take it with that approach, like give me something to work with here. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to roll the dice. And you're going to tell me what the dice results are, and I will play based on those results. Oh, the result tells me I think they're telling the truth. Sean's on the fence, and Roger thinks they're lying. Got it. And then we'll argue. <laughs> you know, or we can compare notes and this, that, and the other thing. But we could say, look, I think they're absolutely telling the truth. Well, I don't know, says Sean. I could see it both ways, blah, blah, blah. It, it, it might lead into some weird-ass metagaming stuff. But if you're playing your character, that's another way to go. I like it. Potentially there. I like that. I mean, there is always the person that may say in certain instances, maybe there's an ulterior motive, right? Okay, say this this guy is, you know, they, they got the scoop on you, whatever, mm -hmm. right? Uh, they got the drop on you, and they're saying, you know, that party member knew all about this. And the party member's like, I don't know what they're talking about. See, so then you have the other party members like, well, they're telling the truth or they're lying. And then you have the one that probably knows. So they're going to kind of sway one way. And I think when you run into these certain situations where there is there are stakes, like there's genuine stakes that are – because sometimes when people are lying, what, what are the stakes, right? Yeah, sometimes it slows you down or it's annoying. They live, they die. But no, I get that. But if there's it's, stakes that are on the table, mm -hmm. and I guess what I'm trying to I'm trying to put this into a into a train of thought here because I had it and I think it's wavering in and out of my brain. But it's a um, wh what is the motivation for another player character to convince another player character? And sway them to a particular side. And some people, and sometimes and, it gets. And, got, oh, sorry, go go. And and is it? it do they have pure motivation, like uh, uh, altruistic motivation? So, in other words, am I trying to convince Brett that Angela was was is she's lying? Her her, her, her the NPC is lying. Be, and I tell you, Brett, she, whatever she says. Don't believe She's her. Lying. Don't believe yeah. her. I had this up in Tomb of Annihilation, man. I had the party like almost at, at a brawl between each other. I had an NPC, spoilers. I had an NPC in the woods, and they weren't a good NPC. And they befriended the NPC because the NPC said, I'm out here looking for my father. I can't find him. I'm trying to find. So she's not looking for her father. She's looking for a guy to hack off, like a ha like hack his head off. Like she's yeah. she looking and searching for this person. But she says, I'm out here in the middle of nowhere 
and there was a death curse and he left the family and I tracked him here. I'm trying to find him because I think he's lost. Blah, 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 trying blah, 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 blah. Trying to find my papa, but it's trying to find lie. my pop. Okay. They get, they go down the woods a little bit further. Guess who they run into? The, the guy. guy. The guy, the guy she's trying to find that she wants to kill him. So now the guy's like, I don't even know who this woman is. She's like, so she attacks him. Well, she kind of plays it off like, oh, come on. Why are you saying that? You're like my father. You're like my father. You're, he's demented. He's like, yeah. you know, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's lost it. You know, death curse has got his brain all, all out of whack. And so then you got the party who's like, well, hold on a second. And then, uh, well, you know, and then she <clears> attacks him. Well, now what the, you know, so there's like this dynamic that goes back and forth. So you're like, I have, in that case, it's an NPC, but what if that person was a player character hunting a bounty or something yeah, along yeah. those lines, right? There's, there is a, there's a phrase that goes in this, like, wouldn't my character know? Wouldn't I have, no I would have known. I've heard that. Well, I would have known. Well, how come I never got a chance to check to see if they're lying? You right. mean to tell yeah. me? We yeah. traveled with this person for a month and I never, ever suspected anything. You're like, no, I didn't think I should have you check their motivation every this two guy, hours, every fucking day. This, yeah. So they believe the NPC. They're like, okay. And they're, I said, you guys marched like through the jungle with her for three days. Didn't kill any of you. Held up her own. Yeah. Helped, helped in a combat. Guy walks through the woods, just manning his own business. And she's like, hey. And so he's like, I don't even know who she is. I don't know what this is all about. Well, I, I, who, he's lying. Like, who are you going like, to believe? Then the stranger or the stranger you know, right? I mean, right, right. And then it's like, well, do roles. And then it's like, well, you really believe him and you don't believe her. And, you, and I think it was actually that's how it happened. Half the party believed him, half the party believed her. Argue back and forth. And they're sitting in the middle of the jungle, like bitching and moaning at each other, like, oh, no, no, this is, it's, it can't go down like this. What's going on? It It's goofy because you could get in those situations where if it splits the party or if the party's trying to pull a fast one on themselves. I had this all the time in Vampire Games. And I mean, in uh, Amber Diceless, I have it all the fucking time because it's a very social, you know, PvP type of environment. If you have a PvP type of environment, not everybody likes using their skill roles against other characters. Yeah. Well, the worst things that happens is when the bad person controls your character and she starts kicking the shit out of her best friends. Hmm. Right. Oh, well, can I, shouldn't I, do I really have to use my strongest attack? Can I just kind of use my weak little dagger minus five that I carry or something? You know, can I slug it, bugger on the shoulder? Yeah, exactly. Do I have <laughs> to stab her in the face? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's weird because I think one of the interesting pieces you brought up was like, what are the stakes? So in a Call of Cthulhu, if hmm, in an investigative game where I need the information, I need clues, this person has a clue. And sometimes the clue is that they're lying to you. They're worried, they're scared, and they have to lie to you because if they don't lie to you, the cult is going to kill their mother. Aha. Okay. That person's lying to you. Figure that out. Done. It's a clue. If it's a clue to keep the story driving forward, it's great. If it's a side quest slash red herring, something that they can devolve into whatever, you can choose to let them do that. There's an option there, right? If, if it's integral to the plot, you know, like, hey, we need to keep the train moving. We need to keep moving on here. The scenery is great, but we need to keep going. It's a clue. Having them figure out that this person is lying is important. 
one way or another, they figure that out because it's the clue that helps keep them moving forward. Um, or unless you're an old school person, you're like, well, look, you didn't figure it out. Too fucking bad. You don't know. The game devolves into we don't know anything. Always an option. But I think when they get into the whole weird thing, because what you're talking about is like a side quest piece. Well, and to in, be in clear, to be clear, when she ran into the guy, then she said, okay, he's got to die. And they're like, what are you talking about? I thought he was your father. And she just said, I made that up. He really is. He really is somebody that slaughtered my, he killed my father and my family. I didn't want to bring that up because I didn't want to, I didn't want any questions or, you know, to question my motivations. That's when things started like, what? Well, you lied. And you admitting right. that you're lying. You lied then or you're lying now. Which one are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they could, they could take that, right? And half the party did, right? They, yep. they, they, yep. And so the guy's like, I don't even know who this woman is. And she's accusing me of killing her family. Yeah. And what all the hell? she was, yeah, all she was doing was trying to get something from them and track them to this place. But the, hmm. It's Anyways. really weird. It's really, really tricky. Yeah. I guess at the end of the day, I have very, as of late, it doesn't cause me problems at the table. And I believe it's because when things start to break down, when it becomes kind of a, what I consider like, this is just getting dumb. <laughs> argue, 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 argue. Look, they are either not telling the truth or they are. What are you doing? What's your character doing with that? Fuck it, I attack, I attack the thing. Okay, fine, you attack them. That's what we're doing. Well, I don't want to attack him. Well, I want to tackle. Okay, fine. Let's just do, let's make something happen, right? What are you doing with the data you have? You can argue about it or I'll go get a, you know, I'll go get another beer. You guys do your thing, whatever. But there's a certain point when I stop the debate and say, what are you doing? What's the plan? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and if it's a matter of, and then they'll say, well, can I ask him? I'll say, look, the, I have told the character, the NPC, you can ask him a thousand more questions. They're going to say basically the same damn thing. You made your rolls. You made your checks. This is what you know. What is it that you want to do? And I think that is for me anyway. That helps to I, I it's it's breaking the wall in a way. Like okay, just shut up. You know, as politely as I can. Like okay, just you're done fucking talking. What is it that you're going to do? If you want to grill this person for another four hours, I can tell you right now. You already made your die roll. You made your skill check. You already have he believes, she doesn't believe, she believes, and he doesn't believe. And and they're not still not certain as to what anybody else thinks. What are you doing with that data? What are you doing with it? You're going to sit here and argue with it? Or are you going to take action? Brett, what would you do? What would you do without these? What would you do when the system isn't like that? You've played old school stuff that doesn't have these skill lists. You've played AD&D where it's like, so when there is you, no detect when, lie. I mean, maybe When I spell, don't have but, that, yeah. and the players are saying, what do I know? What do I see? I said, this is what you know. This is what you see. You decide, is he lying or not? You tell me. That's how you do well, it. I think he's lying. I think he's not lying. Okay, you guys got your perspectives. What are you going to do with those perspectives right now? What are you? What actions are you taking based on your on your data? Uh, I don't think we know enough yet. All right, what, what, what do you want to do to go get more stuff? Yeah, good point. Let's go get more stuff. Then they run off and go get more stuff. <laughs> or they say, fuck it, I attack. Because sometimes they meet the thing in the dungeon or in the wild. They're like, oh, they're oh, random encounter. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, well, I don't think it really wants to attack us. It don't just seems... kill the last guy. Don't kill the last guy. We need the last <laughs> yeah. guy, right? Need the last guy. Yeah. 
You're the last guy I, to. A lot of it to me when it when it boil when it devolves to a I don't know I don't know we need more data I don't know what what do you do I don't know what do you want to do blah blah, blah. when it gets into that kind of that silly what silly that, slash Brad stupid puts the hammer down. Yeah, pretty much like okay okay now you got we've talked about this for a while. If you want to keep talking, that's fine. Is anybody doing anything right now? What's the plan? What's your action that you're going to take? Brett's a GM of action. I am a GM of action. <laughs> <laughs> I should be on a but shirt. GM of action. GM of action. 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 I'm GM. not a GM of talk, talk, talk. <laughs> I love the role playing pieces, though, when the people are in character and so forth. And there is a certain point when. Um, the other component you can, I, I have done as in, in a AD and D when there's no skills and so forth is like, look, okay, you're, you've asked me what your character, does this re- resonate anything with your character's background? Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Does this, no, does this blah, blah, blah. We've taken everything from the character's perspective that we can think of. You've asked me individually as players, I've given you everything I got. That's all you're going to get. So the other piece, I guess, that I'm doing there is at a certain point, I'm not feeding I'm not feeding them any more data. They have everything that I was going to give them right planned or thought of or whatever. Like, that's all you got. What are you going to do with it? Had them all held up in this interrogation room for 12 hours. Still telling you the same story. Next. Exactly. What are you going to do? Right? What are you going to do now? What are you going to do? Because <laughs> at a certain point, I mean... Y- y- you got him, you you tortured him, you cut his foot off, you did this thing, you did whatever it is that your characters are doing, you interrogated him. And, and Still got to do something. All right, put, put him in the put him in a locker, let him sweat a while. All right, bring him back. <laughs> it's a heat lamp. Let's see what we can get out <laughs> right. of him. Yeah. All right, put him in a lockup. Yeah, all right, I'll see if he's got a different story in the morning. Is the story changed in the morning? No, same story. Fuck. What are we yeah, do now? Right. You know, it's like at a, at a certain point, you have to stop the conversation. The way to stop it from my perspective is to say, this is the data. What are you guys doing with it? And by act, asking the players what your characters are going to do now, I've changed it from a debate perspective to an action perspective. And the reason I want to do that is because I don't want them to sit there all night. I will have ninjas kick in the door. I will have orcs attack if absolutely necessary to get them moving. But at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, the scene is over type of thing. Let's keep, you know, from a drama perspective, let's keep it rolling. What are you going to do now? You've got data. You either believe they're lying or they're not. Take action, please. Make sense? Sure, man, if that's why you want to roll. How do you, do you have a preference? Part of me is like, just tell them. Like, maybe it's the first, like, I just, maybe I have a table and it's the lying table. And <laughs> it's it's alternating shades and uh, I just check off, you know, the, the whoever, like whoever, like not whoever, it's just... Whether it's it's not a clock, but okay, they talk to this NPC, cross off that <clears throat> a line. They talk to another NPC, cross off a line, and then the next one, if they go, well, I did, I want to find out if they're lying. Look at the sheet. Is it lying? Yes, lying? No. <laughs> hey, look, they're lying. Moving on. You you don't think they are, but if they are, then maybe another character in the same room. I say yes. So, just because just because you want to instigate. You just well, the nice rile thing about the nice thing about it is what you do is you you could place notes, or if you're at the table, you just give everybody a note. If they're all in the room, you slide everybody a note here, 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 here. 
they could all be the same, but they can't show anybody else. I'll tell you what, man. When I've run um, a couple of Call of Cthulhu games, right, Diggy for a Dead God and a, a few others, where I give the characters a note, and I say, this is a thing. And they, and they look at me and go, wow. I said, your character believes that. Oh, okay. When I run um, What Would You Do For Love, which is a game I've run. It's a World of Or you write game. on it. Say I, these words after you read after, yeah. right now. You played this with me and Dave Beatty when I was at, we were at uh, CarryCon a number of years ago. I played that World of Darkness game, Intro to Wraith, where everybody yeah. Yeah. all in love with one person. What would you do for love and blah, blah, blah. I tell you something. You see this person do this. That's what I see. Yes. What do you do with that? Right. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of, then you're like, okay, that was a very PVP type environment. Like, I, this is what you see. This is what your character knows to be true. Right. And sometimes it's um, I, I, there is something powerful about that moment when you say something to the character, like, and they go, "Oh my God, is my character hallucinating?" I'm like, "Look, maybe they are, maybe they're not, but your character sees this, and and what are you going to do with it?" Well, I think I might be hallucinating. Are you taking action based on the fact that you think you're hallucinating and that this is a lie? Yeah, yeah, I, I think this is a lie. I, I don't believe that's what is happening. I think it's hallucination. I go outside and sit in the car. Right. If you oh, tell somebody, Hans, wasn't he like sat, went and sit in the car? Somebody, yeah, did somebody that, went and right? sat in the car. Yeah. People got, I shot people. People shot yeah. each other. It got crazier. Yeah. But the point is, is that there's sometimes when you when you tell somebody something like that, you think they're lying, huh? Well, geez, what do you want to do with it? Do you want to punch them? You're gonna fight them? Are you just gonna watch them to see if they give any more tells? You think you've got the data? Or do you want to watch them a little bit more? See if you can confirm your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to confirm a little bit more. And I'm doing that because when I could see the player, and this is just, it's, it's taken me years of practice and looking at this, watch the table. They don't know what to do. What do you want to do? It's a very open-ended question. But if I give them <laughs> three, four, five different options, like you can do this, 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 or this, or maybe something else. Any other ideas? I don't know what to do. Yeah. Ah! It can be very, it can be incredibly frustrating. It can be super frustrating, you know. But if you give that to somebody, like, look, you know, Three out of the four of you think think this person's lying. Three out of four player characters <laughs> find, think, <laughs> find this person to be a lying bastard. What do you think? You know, that's right. But uh, the whole you know, what do you do next perspective, and um, I, I, I get different kind of bleeding into other advice. But the idea you know, giving them options because you could say, all right, what do you guys want to do with the data you have? Well, I don't know what we can do. Geez, we're we're split. Well, um, here's some things that would come to your character's perspective, right? You could decide we're split we're going to go try to find more data and you know you could talk to so and so so and so and so and so and maybe confirm or corroborate this individual story oh that's a good idea or you could split up and somebody could trail them you could do this or this or this i give them ideas and options i do yes. like part of that and going off of that brett mm -hmm. there is an element of okay you guys <clears throat> have talked to this person for a hot 30 seconds yeah right how the hell do you know anything? Like if, if they're telling it like, okay, what's my first gut feeling? They're lying. But as, so what you're going to what you're, what you're saying, mm. what do you want to do with that? Well, am I sure? I don't know. Not, you're not, you talk to him for 30 seconds. Your character thinks he's they lying got a right loose, now. They got a loose handshake. Palms are sweaty. I don't know. Is that lying? Or are they just in a freaking jungle somewhere where they're hot, sweaty? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. If they do something like, okay, well, I'm going to call an alibi. Like, if you go into the court procedure and you start drumming this stuff up, 
then I think you start giving them into more concrete territory. And maybe it's not this stupid die roll. It's like, yes, no. You know, yeah, it's, maybe it's, there's it's, a degree, but there isn't, it's not based on anything other than a brief interaction, maybe. And so maybe it's, well, I don't know. If you spend more, like, okay, three days' time with this individual, they have no, they haven't done anything to make you think that they are a liar or untrustworthy, which is probably more the case yep. than a liar. Like, I find them to be more trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Then a person, you could say, no matter what the person says, four, five, six, seven days, whatever this person says is for me, I'm good with. Like, no, I think they're they're on the level. Even yep. though they're lying through their complete teeth, they haven't shown any reason to usurp that. Now, another player could be like, they just don't want us to cut off their head. Yeah. The other piece here is that in your, in your, and every, there's a thousand different examples, no doubt. But your, when your example of this, this woman was with a group and then like, oh my gosh, she lying. Is she not? We thought this, she said this thing, this, that. <laughs> and then when the inevitable question comes up or statement of like, well, I would have known or I would have checked or I didn't notice anything. Somebody oh, will God. say that with that sarcastic, you fucker, you know, attitude. And, what I I hate doing this, so I try to find ways to circumvent it. But I, normally, when I do get that, I'm like, "Did you ask? Do you literally? T- Nobody said anything, <laughs> right?" Which is like, <laughs> just it, it's, it. an, it's an accusatory thing back when the player says, "Well, how come I didn't know this anything?" You never asked to, to roll dice to check. Okay, then I feel like a douche doing that. It's a legit <laughs> answer in a way. So one of the ways to circumvent this is new person joins into the group who say, look, you guys, um, she seems to be okay, doing well, does camp chores, this, that, and the other thing, nothing, nothing untowards, you know, she seems to be okay. You guys got to keep a close eye on her or how many days goes by before you decide that, you know, you can't spend every waking moment staring at her. Someone goes, you know what? No, I I don't, I don't know. I don't Nope. Nope. We're going to keep, someone's going to be with her at all times. Okay, (laughs) go for it. Someone's with her at all times. And follow whatever sort of nonsense they want to do because the whole, I mean the game is nonsense. I mean, so it's just people playing right. make believe. Yeah. But if they um giving those options at the beginning, like, look, do you do this? And then wow, it turns out that they're honest. They absolutely are honest. Nothing bad about it at all. Or it turns out that they, you know, are horrible thieving bastards and they they should die. Or they get really super pissed off because you don't take them at their word. Yeah, or they, all that happened. A month you know, of adventuring with them, um, or like, whatever. Look, I've been with you for a month. I've saved your life, your life, your life, your life twice. I raised you from the dead, asshole. What more do you need from me? Well, but since your name's Bob the Cleric, I just don't trust Bob. Oh, come on, you know. Yeah, but anyway, to that's a thing I try to do to circumvent the. Well, how come I didn't tell? You never let me roll, or I should be able to roll retroactively to see if I noticed anything over the last two days. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want to go there. So I ask people like, look, um, do you right. trust them? What do you want to do here? Yeah. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on them. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. You keep an eye on them. Give me a couple of dialogue. Give me a couple of perception checks. Give me this. Give me that. Yep. So far, it seems like they're working well. So far this, so far that. If I have to, I could do a contested check, of course. But um, the other thing to do in the in the land of, you know, if it's a required clue that they know something like, look, this person's acting scared. Um, and as soon as you bring up our is it the cult of Yig and that? No, uh, no idea. No, no, no idea what that is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, nope. Gotta go. 
<laughs> well, clearly that is like, do you need a die roll for that one? You know? Yeah. Well, they get really nervous, kind of scared and excuse themselves quickly and um, run out the door and don't look back and they leave their wallet. Holy fuck. Okay. Wow. Cult of Yig, that scares the shit out of them. Wow. Something's going on here. You don't need necessarily a die roll to see. I don't know if they were lying or not. Click, <laughs> you know, that, right. that's a little like, um, and I know there, somebody out there is going to have like, well, this game system is better at it than this one or this one and so on. And I've just found that the number of different games I've run over the years, different systems, different approaches and stuff I've played and run and so forth. It, lying is tough. It's tough to deal with because regardless of the, of the, how do I do this? If you want to use the mechanics of the game system, think of it like the swimming and grappling mechanics. Check them out. How do you tell if someone's lying? How does this skill actually work? It's much like spells and other things. Oh, it says lie detector. I roll. I can detect all lies. Mm, look that skill up. Let's read it. Let's read that skill together. Line by line, actually, and see what it actually means. Because some of those skills on the character sheet do not do not necessarily do exactly what the words say, right? A bullshit detector doesn't mean I automatically detect if you're lying to me. Read it up in Gumshoe. It will tell you what it does. And I think that's another important piece. If you're going to use the skills, if you're going to use the mechanics to help you figure this out, read them. Legitimately read the skill itself because uh, this isn't like an out for us as game masters or a automatic something for players, but read it so you really understand how it's supposed to function because you want to use the rules to do it. You don't want to just be going taking the phrase, the single word, and say, ah, that obviously means X because sometimes it don't obviously mean that at all. Just a fact. Anything else, man? No. I think we're good. Shall we? We shall. Tell us how you lie in your RPG. <laughs> Tell us the truth about how you deal with lying. <laughs> <laughs> and we will believe you or not. And believe you or not, as our whim takes us. Let's get into die roll. Die roll two to four miscellaneous points of gaming degree we want to share with you. First one. Thirsty Sword Lesbians becomes the first RB RPG to win a Nebula Award. So, congratulations to them. <laughs> Apparently, RPGs is now a category of the Nebula Awards, and therefore That's interesting. They, they have the honor of being the first one, which is great and fantastic. So, let me find out where my thing here is. So, congratulations to them. I have not played, uh, but I've heard good things about it. I don't know. I, I'm, like, completely thirsty sword lesbians, uh Ignorant. ignorant i am yeah but nonetheless rpg news scientists discover an ancient forest inside a giant sinkhole in china i saw this it's pretty cool yeah it's on our discord i think was it who posted this i can't remember who but it was really neat Who's maybe i don't remember i apologize but yeah talk about expedition or journey to the center of the earth yeah what expedition to the unknown or whatever it was? Right, broken compass. Yeah, yeah. like is out. You know, it's Indiana tough. Jones, man. You're gonna go in there. There's gonna be freaking dinosaurs at the bottom of this thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Hollow Earth, man. It's totally How, it's totally Hollow Earth. Hollow Earth. Hollow Earth. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Uh, next one, everyday heroes, quick start. So I've you know brought this up on occasion. 
But if you're a fan of D, uh, D and D and D fifth or modern, God, D twenty modern. So then these guys are doing all the D twenty modern fifth fifth edition version, and they've got all these properties that they're doing it for. But you can get the quick start guide and check it out for nothing on drive through. Very nice. So if that is your deal and you want to get a little tasty taste, Kickstarter is currently going, and I think it's well-funded, but if you want to check out the quick start, there you go. And then the next thing that is, of course, going to be in Brett's background is, you hear about this, Brett? Yeah, I saw it. It looks like shit. <laughs> I saw the gallery for it. It's the uh, the 12-inch statue of Vecna. It looks, this is, it looks terrible to me. Okay, so Brett's not a fan. I hey. am not a not hey a fan of this at all. I would not. Um, no, I will not put this on my shelf. Inch tall figure for two hundred and fifty bones. Yeah, it looks terrible. Like I'm like, who these. who fucking designed this thing? This I know my, one person who probably will have it. Not me. <laughs> not oh, me. Alex, Alex, camera, yeah, yeah camera, <laughs> I that, yeah. I didn't say it. The best ah. thing I've seen I have seen recently when it comes to that thing is Paizo put out the life size goblin and the life size kobolds. Oh, really? Statues, yes. Oh. If they weren't five hundred bucks a piece, I'm like, I want those so bad. Are they? For, I have not seen those. I'd have yeah. to check those out. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Not that I am in the position to buy those. Either. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, well, they're, oh, that'd be cool to have. I can't justify buying that. But anyway, yeah, no. Anyway, no, carry on. I can't do it. Uh, D100. I thought this was a good resource to put it out there. D100. Why is this door stuck? Brett, as a game master in fantasy games, typically, do you find yourself having a, you know, player tries to open the door and it's stuck? They try to pick the lock. It's success, but it's stuck. Yeah, Do you have no, a hard time coming up with an explanation? Well, here I you go, this. man. Just roll a D100 on this awesome table. Just read why it might be stuck. My favorite is number 37. It's a pull door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, push, 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 push. It's a pull. Love that. Yeah. That's a good list. Those things that are is. so much fun, man. When you find lists like that, if nothing else, just from an inspiration perspective, even if you don't use it, if you read through, oh, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. For me, that's that stuff cements in my brain. I'm like, oh yeah, next time this happens, I'm using number thirty five. I'm using this one, or I'm using that one. That's yeah. those are fun. I love those type of things. Yeah, it's a good one. So that wraps up this episode of Gaming NBS. What are we talking about next week, Brett? Oh, stuff and things. Second to the last, first to the last, second to the last. Well, we had talked about talk, um, going through what have we learned. So I think that'll probably be the it. retrospective. Yeah. What What have we learned? Episode yeah. three eighty three. Yeah. Nothing. We've learned nothing. Not a and deal. and we are worse for it. <laughs> <laughs> we are bad people. That's, It'll that's be a, a really, really short episode. You learn anything, Sean? No. How about you, Brett? No, not really. All right. I haven't. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll talk about. So we'll go through that. Fantastic. Well, that's uh, all right. Well, hey, uh, what do I usually say at the end of these things? Um. Oh, if you if you're in the chat, hello everybody that showed up on this holiday day in the U.S. to show us uh, to to watch. Do us a favor if you are in the YouTube's chat, give us a like and make sure you're subscribed. 
for especially to get the notification for next episode and the one after that and then anything else that we might put out continuing who knows uh, otherwise you can find this podcast podcast at the audio uh, podcatcher of choice the flagship show otherwise i am sean and i'm brett good night and good game and all this episode of gaming bs produced with help from the following bsers Joe Swick, Tony Sugarloaf Baker, Eric Jeppesen, Andy Hall, Chris Steele, Remy Bilodeau, Jason Hobbs, Mark Desaka, Merkel Froelich, Pierre Mongro, Brett Pazinski, Brandon Barnes, Eileen Barnes, Dan LaValle, C.W. Mellencamp, Victor Wyatt, Craig Huber, Roger Brasslett, Stefan Dragonspawn, Jared Rasher, Finolf, Ray Otis, Jim Fitzpatrick, Old Scouser Roleplaying, Ron Blessing, Curtis Takahashi, Ron Bishop, Mark Richman, Chad Glayman, Craig, Howard Bishop, Corey Welch, Angus, Eric Salzweedle, George Sedgwick, Robert Nemeth, Brian Kurtz, Laramie Wall, Eric Avia, Jeff Seifert, John Kayward, Corey Gonzalez, Niall Diamond, Aaron Relia, Jeff Goad, Aaron Coleman, Rich Wishon, David F. Baylog, Harrigan, Melissa Bashinsky, HN, Cole Kago, Eric Tavola, Hus Carl, Yorkus Rex, Ghost GM, Mike Hess Jr., Rory Weston, Jim Ingram, Daniel Garrett, Eric Frankhouse Presents, Phil McClory, Adam Grotejohn, Jay Plata, Ed Nyes, The Duke in Purple, Isaiah Aries, Christian, Larry Hollis, Todd Sharp, Orcus Dorcas, Chris Shore, Michael Holland, Wayne Peacock, Mike Coleman, Kevin Keneally, Zagrave, Vornak, Farty McButterpants, Craig Chunglo, Eric Lunsford, Feeling Good Lewis, Ziga Paradzik, John Mahoney, Crystal Eggstead, Zalea, Zwiefer, Hypnocode, Kelly K. Ness, Tim DeShane, Jerry Garcia, and Jason Weitzel. Thank you for your continued support, BSers. And don't forget to tune in at GamingNBS.com forward slash YouTube on June 27th, 8 p.m. Central Time, where we'll be recording our final and last episode, 384. We'll be going to the chat and interacting there We'd love to see you. We'll be fielding our AMA questions submitted by you. And if you still want to submit a question, head over to GamingNBS.com forward slash AMA. Thanks, BSers. This, this has, has been, been a Litterbox, Litterbox Studio, Studio production. production.